Hello and welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 573, recording today live on Wednesday the 17th of April 2019. And uh, we have a bit of a treat here, although um, I'll explain what's going on a bit later on. Um, this is the uh, podcast to do with music technology and uh, synthesizers, a live performance, uh, live production, uh, software controllerism, all those kind of things, things that surround the creation and making of electronic music and other types of music too. I found, because uh, we've been uh, having our house done, I found uh, a vintage Sonic State t-shirt here. Look, uh, I won't show it any further because it's got some stuff on it that looks very suspect, but it's because I probably used it for decorating over the years. It's it's nothing else than that. It feels like glue. Um, anyway, I um, want to say thank you very much to our sponsors. Uh, we've got a prize from Isotope RX-7 a bit later on. And, uh, of course, um, Softube will be telling you about Parallels, their new uh, multi-wave synthesizer. But let's say hello to a few of our guests. We've got uh, uh, three today. I'll start with uh, I'll start with you, Gaz, and then we'll come back to the star of the show. Not that you're not a yeah. star, obviously. No. Um, uh, how are you, Gaz? Gaz Williams, of course, music technologist, bass player, and uh, many other things besides. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I've um, something came yesterday, and it is interesting. This is interesting music tech uh, info. <laughs> um, finally, the rip cord from um, Oh gosh, my vaults. How many? Uh, how many years? <laughs> it's been a few years. Well, check this out though. This is actually pretty cool. So. Um, so I've got two. I've got one which is a nine volt, and I got one which is a tw to twelve volts. So this is the. All right, just so up. It goes into a regular USB port. Yeah. Oops. And then here you've got you a twelve volt output. But, what? but look at this. Ooh. This is a rip adapter heaven. Yeah, adapter heaven. <laughs> but what it allows you to do, I, I was really impressed. I ran up here to try this out, and it worked. It's pretty. Watch this. Ah, right. So you find the right one from there. You've also got one that flips the polarity around. Um, oh, let me find the right one. Yeah, so this is cool because when you connect it up to things, you can power it from... Ah, uh, yes. Phone battery. Excellent. Yeah. So now 12 volts. How long does it take to drain that battery volt. at 12 volts? Well, the thing is, these things, these batteries have got huge capacity, haven't they? So we think a reasonable amount. Excellent. Hang on, watch this. Proof of concept. <laughs> is he taking his right, pants Ready? Ah, Look right. Ah. Uh, please make sure you got the polarity right. Yeah. <laughs> Some power of mine, too. I've got them. Turn the battery on. That's really cool. Oh my God. And so you can run it. I mean, I don't know how long it will run for, <laughs> but you can run it for. I'll leave it on. I'll see how long it runs for. I want to see the lights, Gaz. I don't believe you. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah. Okay. We have visual yeah, proof. Confirmation. Look at that. Electron wow. Analog floor running on a phone battery. Wow, that's pretty cool, so, isn't it? That was that worth is, the wait, wasn't it? That is, that that's was worth the wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna now right. introduce. So, so, so I'll leave a pattern running on it as well. Oh, careful! All right, I'll leave it playing. Okay? All right, cool. So, Tara, you must be very excited at this news and math. Uh, Tara Bush here, uh, I speak machine, um, uh, live from LA at an ungodly time in the morning. You're both looking very fresh, I must say. I don't know what it is. Your juicing routine must be uh, must be doing you well, and your kind of fancy LA superfoods. Ah, oh, there we go. Look, green stuff. And uh, math, is that is that Strelka? This is Strelka. Ah, that's the, the, she's kind of the star of the show, really. Now, is it? have you, cre yeah, you created yeah. a bit of a monster yeah, there? I know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was worried about my, what my hair was going to look like. It looks pretty nasty. Then I saw you and Gaz. And I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, my hair's <laughs> fine as well. It's very neat. What, what are you saying, <laughs> man? Jesus. What are you saying? I love you, Gaz. You get people on, and all they do is insult you, honestly. <laughs> right. I tell you what, come on. Put it to the vote. My hair versus Matt's hair. Come on. Okay. I've, I've, already, I've already voted for you before the vote started. <laughs> you guys like, need to die. Can we think of a, some sort of a, like a, a Brexit term for, for a hair vote? I can't think what it is Ooh. at the moment. Oh my God. 
No, let's not. Anyway, Tara Bush, uh, there in LA, no, no. where you've started, a, uh, you've started a very successful um, Patreon. You know, you've gone, you've decided to go that route because I know in the past you've been touring, you've done the kind of records, you've done, you've sort of run the whole gamut of uh, industry sort of uh, strategies. So, uh, mm-hmm. and now you're focusing on Patreon. Uh, what, what, what led you to that inevitable path? I mean, where's the where, where, what's the journey, Tara? <laughs> it was well we were always really curious curious well it was curiosity um and really just sort of why not you know because we um we are on a label we're on lex and out of the uk and they've released two of our soundtracks and previous to that um we were on plastic ray gun which was math's label tummy touch and tummy touch so we've done um worked with quite a few indie labels but this is different in that that was our dog snorting um <laughs> it's a bit different in that um it's just more direct i mean there is the platform that you have to deal with and of course patreon takes a fee and stuff like that but it's really interesting to have that kind of directness with yeah. fans and it's really, really encouraging too because <clears throat> We've met a lot of people through it. Um, we actually really thought it was just going to be our moms signing up. It's and it was which I hope, <laughs> which I hope you have as well, at least, right? Your mums no, have signed. No. Oh, it was in fact no. the opposite. <laughs> the amount of the amount of uh, you know really you know big hints about. Yeah. Yeah, it's people joining the Patreon. It's only yeah. five bucks. Yeah, but that's like asking for pocket money. Know. Isn't it? I mean, it's like yeah, asking like, for it's like asking for an allowance again. That's that's got to be you know they they're, they're doing you I, good by not. Yeah. For some reason, my my eighty five year old mother did not want the stems. Yeah. <laughs> my mom tracks. wasn't interested in a sample oh, pack, yeah. but you know. She's such an asshole. My dad, maybe I don't know. My mom, no. Not so we, much. We supported a few other people on Patreon before, and we'd liked the stuff that was going on on it because you get that um you know very direct very quick interaction with other creative people yeah um and uh, we we like that um we, there was a total fear of you know we're going to do this and other people have told us yeah i did a patron and you know my buddy signed up for one dollar or one pound or whatever yeah. and that was, mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm like well you know if that happens so what yeah I'm, yeah yeah i'm yeah. not going to not do something because it's probably going to fail because let's face it in the music industry Pretty much everything you do fails. Uh, yeah, I mean failures. Uh, failures. Uh, failures are very common um, sense yeah. of you know yeah. uh, emotion, yeah. isn't it? In in as well as as well as success. But I suppose the other thing that's quite interesting about this, I mean, you can kind of set your own agenda, and you've been actually quite ambitious. Which I mean, I know you know we do a podcast every week and uh, periodic reviews, but the podcast is set in stone, and that is. You know that's quite a lot of work, and and just the the the, the yeah. frequency of it, and you doing the same thing. You know, you've set all of these goals up. Uh, I think we've got your Patreon here actually somewhere. We can probably uh, spin through them a little bit. So you, oh no, that's you, the wrong. Uh, you signed up, Nick. What what level are you signed up on? Uh, I'm signed up. I, I I don't know. Yeah, five hundred thousand a month, I think, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying um, to pay it off in instalments in in uh, in other other fashion, but I yeah. Know. But the point yeah, is, we have, so, we have a payment program. Yeah. So, so how are you finding? I mean, do you think you set the right? You know, did you start? You started off ambitious, but then there comes a point where you think, "Oh, crikey, that's a lot." So you're releasing a single every uh, every month, doing a cover every month, yeah. plus you know, uh, and that's going out as vinyl. You know, it's quite a lot of work, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. Well, you have to be really, really quite organized. Um, well, so here's the vinyl. First of all, that's yeah. the vinyl. So we have oh, clear vinyl. Yes, yeah, so clear square. Clear square vinyl. Ooh. Um, so. And they 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 are called lathe cuts, so they're cut into um, acetate, so they're harder than vinyl, um, and uh, they're cut individually and in real time. So it's kind of really. Is it really like three D printing, sort of almost? Is that the sort of similar sort of thing it's, that you could? Could you three D print your own signals? That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. awesome. I'm not sure we can get it's the coming. detail of that. It's coming. But yeah, so. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's a it's a it's a different. I mean, you're not going to get the quality that you would get in a really deep, thick, you know, twelve inch, you know, one one eighty gram or two hundred gram gram vinyl. But they're great and they're fantastic, yeah. and they're they're singly cut. They're literally cut in real time, <clears throat> on a series of lathes that are you know cut. I think ten at a time. 
So, um, and they're great and they've been very, very popular. Yeah, and just the, the physical object, that's still that satisfaction of holding a physical object. A thing. Especially if it's vinyl is, um, you know, you have to have that sort of yeah. counterpart to all the digital elements. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and I suppose that's that's part of the thing, isn't it, about doing the Patreon? Because you can kind of design your own presence. You don't have to kind of go, well, I got to do uh, three singles, then an album, then the tour, yeah, then yeah, then yeah. back in the... You could you can work at your own pace. And is that part of one of the reasons yeah. as well? Because you could set your own agenda, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was one thing that was really... That I was really looking forward to is just having some sort of framework that I know that I have, well, I'm supposed to do it this way, but it doesn't always work out, but a few days to make a cover. And then, cause I'm also working on a solo record that's off of Patreon and a bunch of other projects. So this isn't something that I can spend all my time on. So I have to really be very organized and have a real proper schedule to get everything finished. And um, I'm also someone that like a kindergartner, I need a really, really solid framework. I need limitations. Um, so it's really helped me kind of get myself together in that sense and just right. have a real schedule to work with. But it's also, it's also that we're, we're kind of better at doing weird little things, um, you know, uh, for a, a, a smaller group of people. Like I'd rather do something um, really odd that is not incredibly, um, uh, you know, money making for what a better word to, um, you know, a couple of hundred people than try and do the standard things that, that, you know, labels want you to do. And this gives us that opportunity. Like, I mean, years back, I mean, we've been very lucky with labels years back with tummy touch in New York. We did. Um, I don't know whether you guys remember the pop-up um, stainless steel, uh, um, uh, Box set. Box set that we did with a little playable synths. Yes, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite a long time ago. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so I mean, to get a label to actually invest yeah. in, let's face it, a fairly minor act um, to do, actually pay for a, um, uh, a machine cut pop up stage that then has little bits of electronic samplers and so forth you can put on it. And it is, I mean, that's just, uh, they, 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 they haven't, you know, they don't do that for Michael Jackson. Kind of thing. So it's so difficult to, yeah. to, to get people to invest in something crazy. So, whereas we can kind of do this now. You can, yeah. you can you be know. much more in charge of your own art and go, Hey, I've got a great idea. I mean, I suppose yeah. the thing is you've already got the audience and they want what you're doing because they're paying their monthly mm -hmm. fee or whatever. And then, yeah. but yeah. I mean, but how do you, I mean, obviously how, how does that grow? Because that's the hard thing. Cause I remember when you first started, you were like, oh my God, you know what? Like it might be just my, our parents and, and some close friends mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, yeah. obviously doing stuff like this is all part of the promotion, yeah. but I mean, how do you, how do you actually, could you, can you plan? I mean, can you plan a trajectory because it's so, it's so organic. It, it, it is. And it, it changes a lot. We've, we've, I mean, it, we've only been going, you know, what is it? Just, um, January just was when we first released it. January, the last couple yeah. of days of January. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got just, I think, just under one one new person a day, which is oh, right. fantastic. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm I, on a genuinely, and I'm not I'm not trying to be modest here or whatever, I'm genuinely surprised that people will put money up directly to help artists. I mean, I think they should, and I do, but... I just, I think I'm, I'm so, I, I, I think it's absolutely wonderful that people do that. Um, so, you know, we try and, we try and give them something really, really great and tear it. Both of us interact as much as we possibly can um, to the level that people want. Um, you know, I've, we've, we've, we've worked with people on, on uh, one of the tiers is a, a collaborative tier yeah. we've worked, worked with um, people with music and with film. Well, a part, um, a part of it so. is, is that, you know, what really attracted me to it was just being able to be very direct with people and very interactive with people. Um, and yeah, and one of the tiers is that um, I can work with people on um, providing a lead vocal, maybe a little bit of writing, replaying stuff on synths here. Um, and I've done, I think four of those now, I've got three in the works and it was actually just really encouraging um, just to kind of, you know, really directly talk to people um, and have them 
step up and want to be a part of it. It's just, I'm still kind of in shock about it. <laughs> so, but I mean, again, I, I, I guess also there's no reason why, I mean, you can, you can expand the model almost to, because it's the same thing that's happening on Kickstarter. People launch a product and then they, they have tiers that are geared for almost licensing. So you could just go for X a month, then you get X number. So you could almost have distributors come in or sub-labels come in and, and redo. Are you conscious of that sort of model as well? Because that's sort of, that's flipping it on its head a little bit, but just using it as the promotion platform. And then you can have somebody just dive in and say, you know, I know like 500 bucks a month gets you however many singles that you could then make a profit on or some product that then somebody could resell or whatever. Have you thought about that stuff as well? Yeah, we, yeah we've, we, th there are a lot of really interesting things people have done previously. So what we've done is gone through um, uh, a lot of other successful patrons and um, copied on, on some level the, the core concept and strategy that they've used, the ones mm -hmm. we've liked, and then uh, geared them towards us. And then obviously done some very original things that are just off the top of our head. Um, but yeah, that's a, that, those, are, those are really great thoughts. And as we go on, the lucky thing about this is you can, you know, adapt the, the existing tiers to something slightly different. And Right. So you can do that. Yeah. You, that's no contractual. Yeah, it's really fluid. You know, if there's a few that we started that, you know, didn't quite stick that we've dropped and then some that have really kicked off that we've <clears throat> added stuff to like originally, um, like I've added um, a song commentary to all of the songs. Like we have a, a studio video diary and I just set up the camera and walk around the studio and talk shit basically while I'm, while I'm uh, recording and everything. And I, cause basically I, as far as like my components to it, I put together stuff that I just would like to see other people do. I've always kind of been like that. Like, what would I love to see Zola Jesus doing, which is right. Okay. She, she was kind of the she was kind of the the person that the artist that is on Patreon that I kind of inspired me to move on to Patreon too. She had a really really cool Patreon, and I was like, oh yeah, cool, great. So, um, you know, adding a studio diary is something I would I wish I you know a lot of artists would do because of course you know we all want to see how our favorite people create. So I was like, well, maybe people want to just watch me mess around in the studio so yeah i'm sure that's that. the case yeah. that. and um and so now with each single that we did i think it was sound of silence ticket to ride cars war pigs that's the and sabbath the next one is, yeah and the <laughs> next one is don't worry baby by the beach boys and um and with each of those i just go through the whole template the whole logic template and then just walk around the studio and show everything that i used how i did it my thought process behind it you know all right well maybe maybe what maybe what we could do is quite personal maybe we can come so, back to a bit more sort of technical stuff as well as i i have to fulfill my uh, contractual obligations just a second so i'm just going to give you a, a little uh, give um our friends over at soft tubes a little bit of a props one second here they come so this is the uh, brand new uh, parallel synth soft synth from uh, soft tube with dual wave scanning source selections and actually a lot of the synths you're seeing here from this private collection including a whole bunch of stuff that never got released are the source wave samples so there's a whole load of really original source material in here high quality pre-recorded multi-waveforms sonic progression with each waveform so you've got quite a lot of tonal variety in each one up to 14 voices seven per voice when both sources are active Hundreds of expertly created patches from synth artists, engineers, BT, Richard Devine, Inholt, loads more. Three analog model filter types, state variable Vactrol, which is quite an unusual one, and resonant peaks and five sophisticated modulation source, LFO random, Euclidean sequencer, step sequence. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here which is well worth checking out. And as we know, uh, they're really good at doing the, uh, the modular analog moduling. Mod modeling in software so as you know it's going to be very uh, quality stuff so if you want to check that go over to softtube.com right um so oh yes we're coming okay. back to gas for a quick update is it still yes. running yes yeah, so from right from the field i can report that the analog four is still on and the sequencer is still running and the good news is we're still, still on got... four lights on the, on the so what's wow. that that's about 12 so that's half a set you could get out of that yeah, no half problem a set. Yeah, this is cool. I mean, this is, you know, 
That's neat. Yeah. I wonder if it could power speakers and stuff that has a higher ampage and whatnot. Mm. <laughs> okay, right. I'm going to come back to you, Tara. So you're um, technically, uh, we were going to have a performance today, but the technical challenge was quite technically overwhelming. So we're not going to have that this time. Maybe we can work something out another time. But uh, tell me about what, uh, have you been... Have you felt that the creative freedom has allowed you to explore other instruments? Because I know, um, famously, you've got your... Uh, what sense have you got, by the way? Because I, I, I lose track. I, I keep seeing lovely pictures of vintage stuff, and I don't know what you currently are... What are you currently packing? I've kind of... What am I packing? <laughs> I've, um, I've definitely slid into the vintage zone. Oh, 2,600? Um, yeah, and actually, Nick Montoya, who is... The world's greatest synth tech known to man from he worked with Moog. I think he still does work with Moog, but Nick Montoya has my sixteen thirteen sequencer that he just fixed oh, in a half a second. The, a the man's a genius. And he's bringing that back to me today. So usually I have my sequencer, which is what I used on War Pigs. Um, so War Pigs is all mostly ARP 2600 <laughs> and uh oberheim two voice which is over there oh yeah um, you can't beat those and the thing is i love I, I was really happy about using um the 2600 on more pigs because um i just it always brings to mind this really great video of ozzy using the 2600 and cursing at it like i'm not going to try to do his accent because it would be very offensive but <laughs> it's, like, it's but brilliant like if you if you search it on youtube it's really funny. definitely worth 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 searching ozzy osbourne up yeah, it's like late it's, 70s and he's trying to use it and it's really funny it's but, just classic ozzy which wonderful because yeah i mean with the with the covers basically a lot of them happen from me just <clears throat> switching on the machines and running them and messing around with them and then singing something over it and it works <laughs> so and that happened to be war pigs so, so are you are you doing? Awful. Just a question on how you are you are you attempting to do the stuff as live as possible, or are you multi-tracking and doing a more considered kind of multi? I mean, how do you tend to create mm. when using those electronics? Kind of a combination of both. Um, the first three, uh, "Sound of Silence," "Ticket to Ride," and "Cars" were all actually born out of me practicing my live set. Right. Um, so those are all very, you know transferable to a live setting but the next two well we'll see what happens <laughs> war, war pigs and don't worry baby are both a bit more um dense right okay big. Um, so you, you've, you've started to you've started to get stuck yeah. in right <laughs> i know i can't help myself but i think that um i can reel it in to where i can do a live version of it um we actually did um, a live studio session for the patrons um, about a month and a half ago where I did a version of War Pigs where it was just me and the synth and the little bastard mic, which is nice. Oh, what's right? that? Oh, well, that looks like a it's piece a, of conduit. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's a, this bespoke mic that a fellow called Owen sent to me, and it's the BM88. And it sounds really cool. It's like this really lo-fi crunchy gnarly thing and it's really fun to sing into of course so um so it's just me and that and some effects and so yeah you know i try to kind of keep a live format in mind when i'm making this stuff yeah. but it sort of spirals into craziness usually I suppose ta uh, taking that further, I mean, you know, because obviously uh, probably last saw a lot of your activity on so social media was when you were doing the Gary Newman tour. Um, mm -hmm. You were doing a lot of gigs there. Are you thinking about taking things back out on the road? Because, I mean, I guess that would be a great way to build Patreon mm -hmm. stuff, or is that kind of God, one of the reasons yeah. you're doing this? I mean... Yeah, I I love playing live more than anything. You know, I, I love being in the studio. I love creating. But but you know, I start started out as a singer in a rock band. You know, I've been playing since I was sixteen. Was when I actually had my first proper band. And you know, I've I've I always miss that kind of energy. So um, we're definitely wanting to put together something live that you know go on the road for a million years that actually really appeals to me well i suppose <laughs> so, the thing is, is if, you, if you're doing Sorry, these monthly if you're doing these monthly covers you're sort of building a repertoire as you go anyway so there comes a point where you've got yeah. well i got 12 songs plus any of my other stuff that you know has happened between the yeah. so i guess that discipline mm -hmm. means that you've got the material right 
yeah yeah and that and then and then my original stuff as well yeah. so you know it's a it's a full a full plate but as i said you know you just have to be really really organized which is not in my factory settings so it's been really i'm not an organized person as far as creating at all i'm just really all over the place so it's really forced me to get my shit together yeah it, <laughs> so. it's it's quite it, it can yeah that thing that that kind of trying to corral creativity into fixed time slots is a really difficult transition i mean people do it you know i mean when it becomes a job it, it's a tricky thing oh right, guys oh, we haven't heard from you for a bit so i'm uh I've just what have you I because you famously I mean you you were the person uh, well Tara was the person that introduced us so there's this kind yes, of connection yeah. between and you you've worked with Tara in the studio in the past as well right yeah yeah little bits and bobs over the over the years I mean yeah, we go yeah. back almost like 20 years really I think which is kind of cool yeah, to our time when we both used to, to live in Cardiff in Wales yeah and, Rocket uh, Gold well, Star I remember going to see Rocket Gold Star with with math and it just absolutely there was, blew my head open. It, you guys were so good. Genuine, genuinely one of my favorite shows. I the think, greatest bass player. I think was it, <laughs> it was Rocket <laughs> Ghost on with, with uh, Thypol Sandra, maybe? Yes. No. No. Thypol no, Sandra was playing with us, I think, on that gig. Yeah. I think the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's right. right. And yeah. um, you that's guys, right. and I, I'm so sorry, I can't. What were the, the, the Sean and then Frank, the keyboard Sean player? Sorry, I'm sorry, Frank. Yeah. Um, and I remember at the end of at the end of the um at the end of the show, Frank's keyboard stand collapsed, and he just fell to his knees and kept playing. That's right. It was one of my favorite shows, and I genuinely mean one of my favorite shows of any size act. I'm talking about having seen Bowie and Sabbath and blah 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 blah. Genuinely, one of my favorite shows, and. And as you know, I keep telling you this, you are my favourite bass player of all time. Oh, oh guys, you guys. I love it. We should probably yeah, broaden it out a little bit beyond our little club here. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, look, I think you might be blushing. Awesome. Um, so... I mean, one of the things, actually, I, I could introduce a topic here, that, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Uh, this just came up, actually. This was the, uh, I got this literally before the show. Uh, no, that's not the what I want to do at all. Um, to, um, this was basically, a uh, um, guy called Zero Punk has released an album of Timberwolf, just made with Timberwolf, <laughs> which is the famed Akai, uh, uh, and it's this one here, actually, that he sent. Um, and it's actually, it's quite nice. I mean, it's very reverb heavy and whatnot, but it's, it's actually, it's one of those things that kind of does the, have I got volume? I haven't got volume control on this one, it seems. Oh, there we go. I'll turn that down a bit. So eight album, eight tracks, all done on the Timberwolf. And um, it's because the Timberwolf was famously, it's now discontinued. It's famously kind of one of those things that was released <laughs> and sort of didn't really work out for a variety of reasons. But, you know, obviously it's not a bad or unusable instrument. It's just at the time, it didn't really fit with what people were after. A little analog four voice. So, I'm wondering about, you know, you were talking a little bit about limitation. Well, Gaz, first of all, have you played a Timberwolf? Yes, I have, yeah. It was remarkably terrible, I have to say. Uh, you know, right. very few things come out that are truly terrible. So that's what's really lovely about this album. Even though it's terrible, it's terrible by expectation, really. And you, well, you're not, right. the, the album Everything isn't the album isn't terrible with the Timberwolf. Yeah, no, we should no, add. The album's yes. nice. I had a little listen, and uh, it's nice. He just uses a Zoom CDR seventy pedal as well. So it's just those are the only items that he used. And uh, oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's cool. And so I'm picking on a Tim, the the sort of Timberwolf a little, but um, you know, that was a case of. I think it's a kind of watermark in time. Like we had this kind of real desire for analog and analog, analog. And and then finally, you know, in the last sort of five years, we've been really well catered for analog again. So much so that it's super affordable again. And it's, uh, it's fantastic. But it, I think that product marks that sort of point where actually just mm -hmm. analog, it, it doesn't Isn't necessarily good mean it's better. <laughs> and now we've kind of evolved past that point now, haven't we? And like things like um, the Arturia, uh, the, the Micro Microfreak, yeah. and Minilog XD, uh, all of that stuff. The, uh, Minilog XD using yeah. digital yeah. and analog. Delta set. Kind of, so I think, you know, the little the little Timberwolf has probably served a useful kind of purpose there. In, it's in, a punctuation. In little, it's a like punctuation. A, it's like a, <laughs> Should we say a colon or a semicolon, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, 
colon. A gonorrhea colon. Uh, so, Tara, this, this rather uh, this actually did lead me to have a, a topic that could, you know, so are there... there are there instruments that you've bought that just that, that you've really wanted, and then when you got it, you just didn't connect with it, or it didn't really kind of work out at all, and you've either jettisoned it or left it in the cupboard? Careful. I know I got to be careful. There is one, and I, I, uh, I, I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> okay. Um, there's um, uh well let's see what don't i have anymore what did i sell you know what oh my god i gotta say i did not get on with the 303 right yeah Yeah. fair enough no it was a bit it was a bit too um i had this sort of idea that was like yeah i'm gonna do something really unique with it and blah blah blah. i just couldn't get my head around it and then i got distracted because that was around the same time i got my art I was like, uh, I got, I just got drawn to something else and I didn't have the motivation to, um, dig into it, which is a really, really snotty, luxurious distraction is I have my ARP. So I didn't want to get into, I mean, give me a break, but still, I I know what you mean about the 303. I didn't click with it. it. And it's, I have to have that real romantic element, um, with, you know, with the instruments that I play. And um and it just didn't get it for me. That um, that was definitely one. I can get that. It's almost like with the three hundred three, you need someone to program it for you, and then you can change. It. You you yeah. just do the knobs. So someone I, comes up with the notes, and because they're two totally different processes, oh, good. I feel aren't they? Better now. <laughs> <laughs> I could not program that thing to save my life. No, I hated it. I, I'm not it's a step guy. <laughs> so um um but by this out. by the same I suppose by the same token, what instrument would you? or have you created a complete track with, you know, that you you could, you feel you could just do the whole, you were, you were talking, you use the art pretty much on, uh, yeah, was it Warpigs, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I did use uh, a bunch of other stuff on that, but probably I, I would say the ARP is something that I would probably want to use that on only also the, the pro one is also still, that was my first and favorite synth. I'm looking up there because that's where it is. But <laughs> um, but the ARP is really great because I, I think that, you know, you can do some incredible drum sounds on it. It's, you know, I've only scratched the surface on yeah. how deeply you can. Have you, have you have you used it for processing your vocal? Because it's got that little spring reverb in it as well, which is, uh, I know, Goldfrap, for instance, use, yeah. uh, use the springs quite a lot yeah. for processing stuff. Oops. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I've used my MS-20 for processing vocal a lot. Um, Uh, I did, um, I used it to sing a bass line and it was, I've never heard anything. Is that pitch to, using pitch to voltage on that? Is is that what you're using? So it's Um, it's tracking. External signal processor. Yeah. 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 Nice. And that was really fun because it's, it's, you know, if you've ever used it, it's just really unpredictable and a a little bit all over the place, but um, yeah. That, that yeah very very cool so but yeah i think the arc would be the one that i would probably just make the rule and stick to that one and see if i could do the whole song with it so okay yeah. cool yeah. uh guys i'm gonna come back to you in a minute i've got to. we've yeah. just got to have our little um uh, message from uh soft uh, not soft tube from isotope and then we've got to announce the prize winner uh, for rx7 yeah. so here we go RX continues to be the industry standard and leader in audio repair for music and post-production. And with RX7, we've introduced groundbreaking new ways to quickly and easily fix and manipulate audio. Take the game-changing Repair Assistant, an intelligent helper that can detect noise, clipping, clicks, hum, and more. Also new in RX7 is Music Rebalance, a powerful source separation tool. Drums too loud, vocals not loud enough, Let's fix that. You can also create instrumental versions of songs by removing the vocal elements. You can now alter the pitch without affecting the timing of your audio, and conversely, alter the time without affecting the pitch with the new variable time and variable pitch modules. Using the new dialog contour, you can improve the performance of a line or even create a new performance by altering the pitch contour of the dialogue, therefore adjusting the intonation of the speaker, and introducing Dialogue Dereverb, a module powered by machine learning to reduce the presence of reverberations around dialogue. RX7, a new frontier in audio repair. 
And of course, you can uh, download a full working demo of RX7, which is a fantastic suite of plugins uh, at isotope.com. Uh, and we had a competition last week. Uh, we were asking for, I think, reverb remover, um, it, which was sort of total last time because last week was Carolina Ike, um, which was pre-recorded. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, it was because they just bought the, the reverb. And we've got a winner this week, and it's uh, Laura Reynolds, who is LR Reynolds Music, and she won, and she says, pick me. And, and we kind of did, even though it's a random a random process. So uh, congratulations, yeah. Laura, if you want to get in touch and let us know um, how we can how Isotope can give you RX-7. And, of course, we've got another competition for this week. Uh, we're, this week we're looking for the hashtag. Now, this is a bit longer than usual, audio repair standard. That's one word as a hashtag, and the hashtag RX7 to at Sonic State and at Isotopic. That's on Twitter. You just need to tweet the hashtag Audio Repair Standard and the hashtag RX7 to at Sonic State and at Isotopic. And if there's any spare characters, you can fill them up with any kind of uh, anything you, you, you prefer there. Um, oh, Gaz is holding up uh, the uh, um, this, endless. This endless? This is the Sonic State jam. Oh, how's Look, it sounding? Since we, we only went live yesterday with the endless feature, and look how many. Oh, oops, you've got, you've lost it. Just... <laughs> it's crashed. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> it might have, um, be, because it's absolutely, there's hundreds and hundreds of jams in there now. So I should have mentioned that um, endless is the new Tim Exile app. We've just shot a, a piece that's up on Sonic um, where where I demonstrate it in a real-time jam situation with Tim Exile and with Mylar Melodies as well. Uh, but we've also launched the Sonic State Jam. Now, the software is only in beta, so it's... Um, uh, my phone's memory is full, that's why it crashed. Um, but uh, it's only in beta at the moment, endless, but this jam is open for people for viewers of Sonic State. So the the link is in the uh, the YouTube show no notes. Yeah, uh, be. but what endless does is it's like this completely sort of regenerate. Re well, it's a it's a jamming tool. You can connect if I mean at the moment it's only on iPhone, so I do have to say that it, uh, iOS rather, but suitable for the iPhone. Um, but it allows you just to instantly be part of a big jam session. So what was really fantastic to see that the Sonic State Jam has really taken off and there's literally hundreds of uh, contributions to it already. I say it only went that 24 hours, just over 24 yeah. hours ago. Uh, that's the thing I quite liked about it because if, you, if you've not tried, you can just sort of be noodling away on a little sketch self-contained mm -hmm. and then you can just go hey check this out and it will go to another contact and they can sort of be asked to contribute so it's sort of like that's the thing i quite like about it unless of course you might be doing something more important than than tinkering with your riff well, obviously which does the, happen in life any of the loops can be up to eight 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 layers and at any point in time you can just press the export button and you can export out those loops uh so you can bring them into whatever you wanted to then but um with the with this open jam like the 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 one the the the, the sonic jam um i mean there's literally hundreds and hundreds wow, well i have to check of... it out i haven't got an iphone so i can't actually uh <laughs> i can't try it i know it's a bit of a shame they do say android is coming is yeah coming. that'll be a challenge it's... that's going to be a challenge but i guess yeah, with the challenge. thing is with the looping stuff you can get over uh latency because it's got a whole loop and a buffer uh, which can actually say one thing Nick? oh yeah yeah, I was Go. just going to say, there is the thing about the retrospective looper that's in Endless that really should be a, a more widely uh, adopted means of doing so you, things. So it's always recording and you just say stop It's now. always recording. Right. Yeah. And the clever thing with the four little spaces, you know, you tap in the, you can tap in the four spaces, you can tap and it'll just replay what, ha what the last bar was. You can tap the next one, it'll play back what the last two bars were, the last four bars or the last eight bars. And actually, it's a lot easier. It's always, always in time. Not having Nate. to sort of cue it in and cue it out. Just go, that was a good one. Bang. Right. It's it's a cool way of doing stuff. So, Tara, that, I guess, you know, the musical sketch pad, I mean, when, because presumably, you know, you, you create, creativity strikes at the most inopportune moments and the various, when you're not perhaps in front of your studio. But what's your flow? Yeah. I mean, what, how does it work for you? Because you can sing, obviously, highly accomplished vocalist. So you can, 
you can vocalize an idea very quickly. You don't have to necessarily be in front. So what do you use to get that sort of stuff down? How do you capture it? And then, you know, where does it go from there? My, my iPhone recorder, it's actually almost, it's almost full. I have, um, and the best thing is the titles. Some of these are pretty good. I haven't quite, oh, I like the one that's Strelka Sample Pack. I don't know why that's on there. It's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just like, my gosh, Storm Foil Bendy Metal. I'm not quite sure what that is. Bossa Bang 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 for <clears throat> Voices in C. You should play some. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> There's another one called Here, Here We Sob. Play one. Um, wow. I'm going to try and get it to play one. Ru- Ruin Break Blisters. Do you want to hear Ruin Break Blisters? Yeah, go on then. Let's if you hold it right up to the speaker because we Oh God, you know, I don't know what this this is. You can crazy. preview it. This is this is like bingo. Or roulette. <laughs> right. Whoops. Oh shit. Wait, I didn't mean to do that. Hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just lost it. I hit record by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Easily done. Because I'm nervous. Right. It's gotta be worth the wait. Oh, this has to be, yeah. <laughs> Might be a break. <laughs> you give me blisters at sunset. Ah. Sunset. That's an I'm interesting lyrical right. idea as well. Blisters at sunset. Because <laughs> it's so hot, <laughs> even at sunset. Yeah, I'm with you. Because also what I like to do so I don't look completely insane walking down the road i just pretend like i'm on the phone yeah I'm yeah like, just singing so, but yeah, yeah into the a phone. lot of those are me walking down the street singing into my phone because that's a lot less so, weird than just singing right yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well it is la you can just you know, you, can, you know go down the sidewalk in a dirty spider-man costume and roller skates and nobody will care so <laughs> well, yeah, why ever not but, so um, I, 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 I can't remember, what, what's your, what's your cut off time? Because I remember you've got to get out of here. How long have you got? So I'm just figuring if there's any other questions got, I can. Yeah, I'm all right. I've got, I've, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I, I've got like one more. Can so. I just jump back to this, Nick? Because yeah, there's over 345 people in this jam session. Chaos. Come on. That's amazing, isn't it? That's pretty three, impressive. Like three, I've had to wipe a load of videos on my phone so I could. But look how many! Look at how many of them there are. These are these are all like contributions okay. to the pick Sonic one at, State pick, Jam. Pick one, pick one at look random. At we this. want to hear it. Pick one at random. We no, want to hear it. All right. All right. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it play? Because your phone's full. Because there's so many sessions <laughs> in there. Oh, that's. I think the jam is too. It's massive. too big. The jam is too on, massive. One moment, okay. One moment, Nick, one moment. Hold Look. on. Still going. It's still running. Nice distraction. And there is four. <laughs> there's still four of the little LED lights. Nice. Lit. So and the sequence is still running. Um, but it won't play. Right. I, I, at the moment, the show title is The Jam is Too Massive. So that's... <laughs> it's a it massive is. jam. I mean, that is a lot. 343. Well, why don't yeah, you... I'll tell you what. If you could get one playing, then when you're ready, hold it up, if it, if it will play, because it's probably got to okay. download a load of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, Tara, what, yeah. um, what's next for you? I mean, do you... Uh, this presumably is quite an inspiring process, you know, because as we know creativity and music is a lot about ego and i mean that with a small e you know it's like it, it's affirmation of your own creative ideas and feeling that you know because we all we all suffer from imposter syndrome and you know in creative arts all yeah, the time yeah. so this must be yeah. quite uh, um emboldening and uh, enlightening in that sense i mean has it kind of given you uh pause to think about okay well if i can do this now i can do something else have you got bigger plans grander plans yeah i i mean i think that I guess with everything, it does give you just one more reference point, a little more reassurance. And, you know, being, I guess, any you know, all creative people need a little bit of reassurance. Otherwise, you know, a little just, bit, <laughs> you need feedback, a little reassurance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's made me feel more confident as far as, <clears throat> um playing live um just even feel like i have a right to be up there playing synths 
and singing. Singing's never really been that big of a deal. It's always, it's, I've been doing it since I was a little kid and it's always been pretty easy for me. But the difficult thing has been incorporating technology into what I do. And yeah. um, like when I first met Math, I was just a singer. And then we- So it's all your fault. Band back <clears throat> yeah, it's his fault. <laughs> he was like, I think you should get this. But um, so it's been, you know, slowly- a slow, you know, slow build over the years, getting more confident to even just write and perform. And I mean, I think for a long time, I really suffered and I still do from imposter syndrome quite a bit, just yeah. being up there and kind of visualizing, especially because I, you know, I guess a lot of if you are into electronic music and you play that and you use machines to create, you always in your head think, Oh my God, these people think I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. And they all know what they're doing. They are just these really accomplished geniuses and I'm up here and I don't know what I'm doing that. You know, you just start to spiral. And I think kind of, especially during the Gary Newman tour, um, I just had a few shows where I was playing up there and I was like, all right, you're either going to really, really, care about what everybody thinks and it's probably not even what's happening at all it's all yeah. in your head and i decided just to delegate where i was what i was going to care about like right, right there on stage I was like, all right i can't care about this anymore this is killing me I'm, i want to i want to enjoy this so it was just kind of like i flipped a switch and i didn't give any more fucks about that anymore right i just that makes a lot of sense i mean i I, and i think i i think because i i think ultimately the thing about it is is you know there are loads and loads and loads of people who are really into the technology but can't make any music worth a damn you know that that's not why they're doing it necessarily and they've all got opinions and i know both you and math are really kind of like uh but you're also very um uh, vocal and you know quite conf- not confrontational but you'll, you'll challenge people who are to, it's the mansplaining thing and the and the kind of the way that women are treated in this yeah. industry as not necessarily yeah. you know having whatever any value it's the same across the whole strata of society not just in music so i mean that i yeah. think that's quite important but i think also the thing is when you are performing live you kind of need to be on top of the stuff because if it goes wrong you've got to kind of yeah. you've got to wing it haven't you you've got to be able to kind of Okay, you've I'll do this instead. Straighten up, the, straighten up the plane. You've got to be a good pilot, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, I, I think especially doing doing those Newman shows really, really helped me to either sink or swim. And and also, luckily, uh, Gary and the crew and everybody, they, they were just incredible people. They're just so nurturing and just having, you know, someone like Gary Newman tell you that you have your shit together and he's a fan of what you do. It's, it can make you feel pretty That'll help. Cause he's uh, awesome. Yeah. But, <laughs> and it's not, I don't mean to sound braggy, but it was just something that, that really kind of helped me get on with it. You yeah. Know? We, we were amazed at how great they were nice. because, you know, famously when you're a support act, you know, yeah. you, the standard is you get treated like shit and we've been treated like shit in the past, you know, given yeah. three minutes to sound check or I'm sorry, there's no sound check that kind of shit. And Gary always got off, got off stage and planned a big amount of time for us mm-hmm. to sound check and would yeah. move his, I mean, literally would stop his own situation to give us time. Well, and that brilliant. was absolutely amazing. And actually recently yeah, with our, awesome. oh our buddies, um, uh, Kendra and Aisha that, uh, um, kite base that toured with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, they, they had the same experience with Trent who, um, made absolutely made sure that there was time for them to get on stage and sound check properly mm-hmm. and argued for them with the <clears throat> with the venues for this yeah. wasn't didn't flounce off in a artistic huff yeah you know um not not caring so amazing i mean to, to, in our experience to gary amazing props to him about how continually kind mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was uh yeah. um uh, and understanding artistically he was mm-hmm. uh um, well, yeah, it was also, I mean, he treated it like, cause Gary's really, really, really straightforward. He's not like, doesn't sugarcoat anything. And he's very, very, very cool guy, but he's really straight. And he's just like, why, why don't you feel good up there? You know, just like, just get on with it. You, you deserve to be up there. What are you doing? It's fine. And then he'd be right. like, 
and then for um and his wife Gemma she was like you've gotten a lot more confident it's really good to see that because you should be you know why aren't you and it was more matter of fact instead yeah, of yeah, yeah. being like oh you poor little thing they were just like just do it come on yeah. you know and um which is great you know and I just remember in sound checks you know Gary would be like all right um, I'm sorry we're going five minutes over but you guys are gonna have everything you need that kind of thing so right you know it's nice it, it was just it's really confidence building just to kind of go back to your original question of just kind of I guess um growing in all of this I suppose is there's just certain things that have really helped push me up a level and just get yeah get me absolutely past I mean well once you've got enough of it under your once you've done it enough times I mean I will say this it's, it takes a number of years to get to to get to the point when you're when even on a bad day that's still good enough or it's good enough mm-hmm. you know when it's when it's really yeah. rocking then you know great everybody feels good but you you want to sort of be able yeah. to know that you can do you know, at, at a bare minute i think uh, just breaking i think gaz has got something to uh to add here yes and coming from the field with the, the sonic jam after a phone restart this is beta software as well this is submitted by monistan 404 cool he's the best <laughs> <laughs> here they come so there's a lot of stuff there we, we obviously can't go through all of them because we'd be here all night there's hundreds let's see where i'll tell you what let's go to where the jam currently is the most so jared jared has just uh, dropped some beats right that's coming cool. like in the, mo- in the last sort of few minutes God, I can imagine you can fill so your phone I mean, up with 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 loads of kind of loops and stuff like that. Um, so you need you need to, you need to get more RAM. No, I that's think the... that is what's taking the space. It's not that. That's all on a cloud. I think that's ah, streaming okay. as it as it plays. But um, but you get yeah, you can know at any point jump to any one of those jams, any one at all. Go back, remix it, drop out some elements, add some elements, submit that into the jam, and on it goes. It's called endless for good reason. Right. But, um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, just just carrying on with the field report. This is going great guns. I mean, it's still running. So we've had, that's probably about 50 four, minutes. Four, four bars. Four lights still on. It's sort of, um, yeah, everything is functioning. Hey, All the buttons are pressing. Gassed. The sequence is running. And if you, everything's if you get, cool hold as well. On. Hold on. Math has a, math has a if question. Get, if you get pulled over by the police... <clears throat> for speeding just pull that out and start doing that at him and it'll it's the just best say, ever they'll back off the guy yeah. there was good reason they might actually send a, a different team in to deal with the issue once you've waved that <laughs> around great. a bit so you might not <laughs> i wouldn't try that in la <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. one of the things with electron boxes in in particular, electron boxes are fantastic for plugging a set of headphones in and just getting lost in the amazing sequencer. And I've taken that out many a time into the garden with an extension cable to run the power out into the garden to sit there noodling. But actually, being able to run it off batteries now, I think is it's super cool. I'm going to be sitting in my deck chair making weird, weird and wonderful noises on that. So, uh, okay, well- so I think that is, I think that is cool. So. That's a sorry. This is my a, vault, I'm isn't it? Just showing you what it is. Ripcord, and it's made by a company called My Vaults. Yeah, Well, yeah. So, uh, which brings me back to so Tara, you've got a lot of analog stuff there. Did you say you've got some electron stuff as well? I have an analog rhythm. Ah, okay. So, is there a is there a um, a criteria for acquiring a new instrument because it feels like obviously lot i don't know how long you've had a lot of this stuff but you know what do you have a you kind know, of uh, is there like an airlock procedure when you get something in you kind of spend a bit of time messing with it and then it gets incorporated or do you just kind of go straight in um well, i definitely am a uh, a manual type of girl um <laughs> i'm not you know as silly as it sounds and i know i always i actually always say this is I am not someone that is technically inclined at all. So it takes me, um, you know, a little bit more tenacity 
and determination to really dig into something, especially like this, because it's yeah, a lot Jesus. of menu diving. And I'm <laughs> really impatient, which is why I love the 808. <laughs> so it's just like, boop, boop, do, 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 And this, um, I've had this a little while and I don't feel like I've really scratched the surface of it. I always have to have a cheat sheet up when I play it. Um, and I think with this guy, I think you have to spend a lot of time with it and really carve it into your memory, how it works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the muscle memory. Right. So, and which I haven't really done a lot of yet, even though it's, it's a <clears throat> wonderful sounding box. Um, mm. I've had a lot of frustration with it as far as, um, loading my own samples into it and stuff like that. I just find it to be really fiddly, but it sounds great, which is why I haven't given up on it. I, I love how this box sounds, but I just find it a little bit difficult to dig into. Um, but criteria, I think it's just, sometimes it's, you know, something I'm working on that will pull me towards something. Um, like there's a, an animated series that Meph and I have been working on um that i think really inspired me to go after i mean i've always wanted an arp 2600 but i really wanted something that sound had like a radiophonic workshop sound to it and the arp 2600 is kind of very much like that and i'm also working on uh, maps working on a bunch of screenplays and films and tv shows writing with his writing partner and mm -hmm. not to step too far aside but they give me um, a synopsis and scripts and I come up with ideas according to those and there's one that's kind of a really dark bleak I don't know how far I can go into it but a really dark bleak kind of um, old school BBC right. that one yeah how would you describe that it's just really really creepy and oh, so, so that suggests uh, yeah. where you what it's, equipment you might need Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. what you're talking, what Tara's talking about has been described as uh, Broadchurch meets Twin Peaks. Yeah. So that's what, <clears> that's what he's writing right now. But so. when, when we're, when we're uh, pitching this, we pitch it with um, music and sounds, yeah. <clears throat> which a lot of people don't. So we have the luck of being able to go walk into a, a pitch meeting at Netflix or something like that. And with, uh, um, you know, obviously the usual stuff, scripts and treatments and um, synopses, <clears throat> and uh, storyboards, etc., and then also to bring out some music and uh, talk about where this is and how it goes and how important it is, because the music has always been for in creativity. I've always seen this <clears throat> crossover <laughs> of um, or the, the dividing line between things like film and writing and music. Everyone divides them up so much, and I kind of understand that they started doing it in universities. You know, where you had your art class and then your you're drawing yeah. and then you're um, sculpting and then your music and then blah, blah, blah. And it never used to be like that. So we try and bring um, Terra's music in at a really, really early stage. And it also inspires us. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so so often, it's kind of a <clears throat> cyclical feeding each other sort of. Yeah, often we'll, we'll write a scene um, very much based on um, the feel of the scene and the pace of the scene, scene very much based mm -hmm. on Terra's music. Ah, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes and a lot of sense. sometimes what, what he writes, I'll be like, I think we we were working on like when we were doing Zombies nineteen eighty five. That was that's a while ago now. Um, I really um, wanted a big Oberheim polysynth, so we looked and looked and waited, you know, to have the funds because they are not cheap. But um, yeah, and I got my hands on an OB eight, and you know, it just kind of is having a little bit of foresight as far as what I feel like I'm going to need for a certain project or I don't know, or I just come across something and it looks really cool. And if I can happen to afford it at the time. Okay. Here's a question for it. you. This is going to be slightly <laughs> random. What is the script synopsis that would suggest a DX seven? <laughs> oh, funny you say that. Um, so there's a, there's a, a, a friend of mine that I was working with, there's a um, a spoof 80s animated series that oh, he shit. made. It actually is in that. And um, I forgot. And it was, mm. and I and I had um, I didn't have a DX7 <clears> at the time, so I had to use a plug-in. But yeah, that sort of thing. So it was Miami Vice esque ah, kind of. Okay. You know, yeah. So you got super, that super hyper masculine kind of you know. Um, Ret yeah. retro 80s um comedy yeah 
like but yeah but no. sort of self aware so there is oh that's good that actually does exist <laughs> he man <laughs> you know yeah. excellent but, oh brilliant no, he, he man probably a little old for that but you know um yeah that sort of thing you know because i i i know i don't know I, I still see a lot of comedy in the dx7 even though i know it's i know it's capable of some cool shit i've never had <laughs> one so i don't know i i really don't they do sound fantastic i have to say and i i, I, know, I, I want I do. I do want to get one because i remember the keyboard being being really nice as well but it needs an editor <laughs> math you I, sound I, like I you need a glass of water mate i'm going <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here it goes. Everything's kicking off. Oh, it's another jam. Okay. Oh, that's There's nice. There's been, about, been about another 15 jams posted since the last time we worked. Right. We've got Bob Fleming in the building. and uh... It's crazy. I mean, wow. Sorry about that. Um, Excellent. So, yeah. Oh, look, for a treat, here we go, for a special treat, there's a picture of me t- trying to uh, trying to talk you through the tech uh, of uh, on your phone while we're trying to detect your your uh, audio system because the plan was, and uh, unfortunately we couldn't, we were going to get, Tara was going to perform a couple of tunes, but it, it it's actually, it sounds really simple, but to get a line in and to have the video conferencing, it's quite complicated audio routing and we just and ran out of time, so it's a shame. Yeah. But you'll be doing it on Patreon, right? I will. I will. We will be doing more live shows on there. So it's um it's a special treat for our patrons. Absolutely. You know, well, I could I may I suggest I could, I could suggest a couple of uh, technological tweaks that will help you be able to get the yes, most please. out of that. Please do. Um mm-hmm. okay, well it yeah. feels like we're kind of we're kind of drawing i know you've got to get off and it feels like you know it's sort of naturally drawing to a close i did want to point one other thing out um there is uh we are i did mention this we're we're involved in the promotion of this uh apparat is playing at bath festival and you can get tickets there he's playing and so is chenk actually from electron uh, data line mr data line is also playing uh it's a double bill and we help bring those together. And if you want to get tickets, I'll just give you the... Uh, we've got a bit.ly URL, which actually is just bit.ly sla- uh, slash apparat. That's two as A-double-P-A-R-A-T dash bath. Apparat dash bath. Bit.ly slash apparat dash bath will take you straight to the tickets thing. So if you go there, it'd be great. There, It's like it's quite an intimate gig. It's about 700-seater. Uh, it's a standing, I, I think. It's a bar. It's in Comedia in Bath uh, on the 20... 20- oh, nice. What is it? What does it say? It says uh, it's the 20... Oh, it doesn't say on there, does it? That's not so good. Where is it? The event is... Uh, I don't know what the date is. That's pretty... Ah, 26th. The 26th. There we go. 26th of September... Saw... Uh, of May. <laughs> I saw Dataline doing a set in uh, after uh, in the after show at Superbooth last year. Oh, he's brilliant. And... Oh, he's so brilliant. I mean, because he just builds everything in the moment. I mean, we've we've seen many of his videos, so we kind of see behind the scenes of how he does this. But the way he can just just Absolutely. completely morph and move everything is is a, is, is that's a masterclass. That Actually, that, Tara, got, it's, yeah. sorry, I was going to say, Tara, it might be worth if you're if you're not quite connecting with the rhythm, it might be worth trying a dig attack because they are more immediate and very much quicker to sample into. Um, oh, yeah. It's a, a lot okay. easier to get your head into the, the digitac, which is electron as well, and it sounds really good if that's what your kind okay. of thing is. Yeah, that that's really been what I, what my biggest hurdle has been with that is being able to load my own sounds. And yeah. you know, I mean, the, the presets is are it, great, but I'm not really a big fan of just using pre- presets. Sure. I mean, there's, who is? There's but, a new app. There is a new piece of software, isn't there? Since the uh, Overbridge 2.0. Uh, which right. gives you a much better sample transferring. Um, I'll just kind of open it up here. Oh, yeah. If you've got um, Overbridge, you can run it on your computer. That means you can, you get a much more uh, fulsome yeah. GUI and you can do it all on the computer screen rather than through yeah. that li- little window. Uh, so it's yeah, worth checking it. out. Yeah, it's, yeah. It makes a massive, massive difference. It really does. Okay. The o- over, yeah, I know the Overbridge thing. I, I just, yeah. But the new, yeah. the new, uh, yeah, I'm just getting this. I'm just opening the thing up just to have a look at it. Um, the, the analog, you can load in samples a lot easier with this other app now. Does it work so on that, a rhythm or does it have to be a rhythm two? I think it works on the rhythm one as well. And it's ah, called okay. the transfer. It's called transfer. Okay. It, I used to have to use a thing called C6, I think, but it was yeah. much more fiddly. It so it's a lot better. That's a lot yeah, better now. C6. 
Okay. Well, there we go. Top tip. Well, I, I think we'll probably bring things to a close. Thank you, Tara and Matt, for joining us. Um, we will definitely do this again uh, when we've got your your uh, your streaming line stuff together. Awesome. So uh, I can show you my juggling then, and yeah, my, yeah, my mind. Yeah, that would be that would be great. As, only if you wear stripy trousers, of course, and a waistcoat. I, I yes. have. <laughs> or some trousers. And remember that uh, you can support Tara at, at her patreon.com forward slash I speak machine. Yeah, and there's links to that on yeah. just I speak machine.com, I presume, as well. Uh, oh, no, there aren't. Yeah. There, there should um, be. And on, on the Patreon page itself, there's song clips. So you can actually hear the songs that we're putting out. Um, they're also on my SoundCloud, but if you go to the Patreon, I've got the SoundCloud links embedded there. Um, War Pigs should be up there too. Um, that's probably my favorite so far because I get to sing in a really aggressive, shreddy kind of way that I haven't done in a long time. <laughs> well, let's have a look. I'm loading. I'm loading SoundCloud. <laughs> see what we got here. Uh, War Pigs. Oh, sneak peek. All right. Let's let's just let's we can have that. Okay. Sure. my god that that bass is absolutely massive uh, that's a treat okay yeah. well there you go there's a teaser that, that's well cool. worth doing okay folks yeah. well tara and math thank you so much for joining us um we will uh we will be back next week um uh, as always a pleasure to have you on it's always seems to be far too uh big a gap between every time so we'll have to increase that frequency a little more and do something let's get on next week then <laughs> <laughs> yeah only if you talk your technical stuff out first right i'll give it a little bit longer i think we need longer than a week <laughs> that's all right um okay before before we go i uh, want to say if you want to enter the competition to win uh isotope rx7 we're looking for the hashtag audio repair standard and the hashtag rx7 to at sonic state and isotope inc that's on twitter and um so thanks also to soft tube for supporting of do check out their parallel synth um so guys yes thank you so there's still you've you've got both there you're still your your analog four is still working it's still working it's still working i'm still showing on four four dots as well that, that's Three. amazing that is amazing so that's run the whole set and since i I That's think awesome. the jam has gone to at least another 20, 30 kind of iterations. So Good grief. Jam it. So to get on the jam, some people have been wondering, if you just go to the Sonic State the YouTube channel and look for the review of Endless, in There's the show link notes in that, yeah. is the link. I'll put it yes. in the show notes as well. I'll try and remember to do that at least. Okay. Um, cool. Okay, well, that's it. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. Uh, we'll do our... Oh, look, there's two of me now because I've got my previous... We'll uh, we'll see you all <laughs> next time. We th This is where we all wave into the sunset. That was Sonic Talk uh, 573. Thank you very much. I'll see you all later. Bye-bye now.